Well, I just have one question for you. Are you ready to win? Winning with Waterfall Racing Podcast is all about helping you achieve your goals through our community. We have an incredible community of top age groupers, of beginners, of the most incredible pros, and we all come together to support each other. And we want you to be a part of the journey with us. As you know, triathlon is addicting. It's addicting because we become addicted to bettering ourselves, to growing ourselves, to seeing how far we can push the limits of our physical capabilities. And it starts with the mental mindset as well. The strength begins there. So come with us as we learn about health, as we learn about tips, as we learn about gear, as we learn about what our pros are up to. And as most importantly, we support each other through this journey. Welcome to the Waterfall Racing Podcast. Well, hi, everybody. Thanks for joining into our podcast this week. I'm actually recording this on Memorial Day weekend. So I want to start off by, you know, just thanking anybody who has served and also just giving a lot of respect and honor to those who have, you know, made the ultimate sacrifice so that we can live in this place of freedom where we are able to to get out and enjoy the things that, you know, so many of us take for granted because in other countries, it's just not possible. So I want to say, you know, just a big honor and respect. Uh, quick story I'll tell you. A few years ago, I I put a post on social media and I said, Happy Memorial Day. And, you know, I was I was quickly corrected and it was from a serviceman and, and he was telling me there's nothing happy about Memorial Day. It's a Memorial Day. It's a time to remember hurt and loss and appreciation. And yes, that appreciation can give us joy and gratefulness. But, uh, you know, he really called me out on going around saying happy Memorial Day, because it's kind of, you know, it doesn't really go hand in hand. So think about that, as well as we reflect on, you know, all the sacrifice that has been made for our country. But I hope you were able to get out and maybe take off some time, maybe get a few more sessions in. We actually went to the lake and it was just a great time. Uh, It's the first time going out now that it's gotten warmer. So we had a lot of cleanup and stuff to do, but I was able to go and just swim and swim and swim. I did about it was close to 3,500 yards about two miles and it just felt so fun to be able to swim wide open like that I I was down in the ocean last weekend but there's just you're just a little bit more scared and on edge and more cautious as you're swimming in the ocean but where we live the lake we go to there's no gators Uh, My husband was on the paddle board, so he was watching out, making sure I was staying safe and away from boats or jet skis. So I really just felt like I could just swim worry-free in this huge wide open space. And it was so much fun. It was exactly what I needed to get ready to head to Hanu, which we are leaving tomorrow. So anyway, when I was thinking about what I wanted to do for this week's episode, I came across uh, Chattanooga last weekend, and we had one of our very own Waterfall members, Zach, 
who became an Iron Man for the very first time. He completed his very first Iron Man 70.3 there in Chatty. And his story is just so inspiring because he literally, I mean, it was just 10 months earlier that a lot of life circumstances were just wake-up calls for him. And it made him, you know, decide, I want to make a change. I want to get healthy. I want to chase the best version of me. And he applied all that and decided to sign up and get ready, prepared for an Ironman 70.3, which, wow, that's like jumping all the way in. Uh, you know, a lot of us kind of progressed slowly towards it, but he just went full steam ahead. And you're going to hear a lot of the why, a lot of the inspiration behind it. And this episode is definitely dedicated to his mom, Sandy. Uh, and you're going to hear all about her and um, just the incredible story. And it's very inspiring. So if you have not yet done a 70.3, Zach is going to leave you with absolutely no excuses. And, you know, if you've been doing it for a while, it's going to take you back to your first 70.3. And it's just, uh, it's super exciting. It definitely took me back. It inspired me and I think it's going to inspire you as well. So let's jump right in. Here is my conversation with Zach. Well, I am here with Zach Von Cannell, and I'm so excited to just share him with you today. He is one of our waterfall racing community members who just completed his first race ever, ever. And it was 70.3 Chattanooga. What a big jump. Zach, please. Um, you know, we want to hear all about it. So welcome to the Waterfall Racing Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for the intro. It's pretty, pretty special to be here. Yeah, it's so exciting to have you on. Well, let's just go back to the beginning. What in the world made you want to do a triathlon, let alone jump into a 70.3? You know, most people start with a maybe a run and then they kind of ease their way in, but you went full steam ahead. So tell us what, where that all came from. Um, so it's, it's kind of a, uh, uh, a bit of a, a sad story, I guess you would say, but, but also okay. happy. Um, yeah. In January of last year, 2022, my um, wife gave birth to our first child, little girl, okay. little Zoe. She's, she's amazing. And um, uh, three months after that, my, my mother was diagnosed with uh, stage four brain cancer. Um, so, you know, some sadness. And then a, a few months after that, my, my aunt passed away of cancer. So um, basically, I, I kind of went and looked at my life. I'm like, you know what? Um, I want, I want to see my daughter graduate high school. I want to, I want to walk her down the aisle when she gets married. Um, yeah. I want to be there. Uh, so I kind of, you know, scrolling through TikTok one day and uh, seeing this guy by the name of James, uh, I don't remember his last name, but he was talking about how he um, had qualified for the Ironman World Championships. And this was for the St. George, you know, version of it. And then also in Kona. Uh, but I'm like, you know what, if I could do that, why couldn't yeah. I do that? Why, why couldn't I use this to change my entire life? And, um, and that's, that's kind of where it all started. So um, I went from playing video games 20 hours a week to, you know, training 
12 to 15 and getting a little bit more time with my family. So it's, uh, that's, that's what started the whole thing. Um, just really wanting to, to be a better person, live longer for my family and, and do something I've never done before. Oh my goodness. I love it. And it's so true. I mean, I think as you get into endurance athletes, there's always something deeper. There's always something, you know, that's driving them because I mean, let's be honest, the everyday average person is not going to go through this type of training, put this commitment in unless there's a really strong, you know, deep drive. And, uh, you know, it's so amazing, but not surprising to hear that, you know, something like this is what, you know, gave you the strength and the commitment and, you know, the, just the drive to be able to do something like this. So tell us where, you know, did you have any type of run background or swim background or biking? Uh, you know, how did, now, how did you begin to put it all together? Um, so my only, uh, like of the three disciplines, the only thing that I had done, um, was a customer, customer of mine years ago, not years, probably four or five years ago, asked me to do the, um, it's a bike to beat cancer. It's a fundraiser that we do here in, in Louisville um, every year. And his wife at the time was battling breast cancer. She's since passed. Um, but me and him have done that just about every year since I started that. Um, so it's, it's never been any long distance stuff, uh, you know, 35, 65 mile rides, but it's still been, you know, fun to, to get behind and fundraise for it. Last year, we got over a thousand dollars. I donated a piece of my, my leg as a tattoo. Whoever, um, donated the most money, got to pick a tattoo and I'd put it on my leg. So now I've got (laughs) my left leg is going to be the, the, the donation tattoo leg, but, um, that's, that's really of the three disciplines. That's the only thing that, um that I've done in the past ever. So. Oh, wow. Cycling. So, okay. So let's talk about the run. I mean, because here's what's so inspiring about you, Zach, is you truly, anybody can look at you and say now, wow, if he could do this, I can too, because it's not like you had any kind of background in any of these. You're starting from complete scratch. Uh, did you get a coach or did you kind of Google a plan how did you start with direction of where, you know, where to start with the run and the swim and the bike? Um, so at first I didn't, it was, it was blind, the blind leading the blind, so to speak. <laughs> it was, it was something special. So I'm like, you know what, I can, I can break this up. I can do um, two days cycling, two days running and two days at the time, not really swimming. Like swimming in the beginning was was a very special um, love-hate relationship it's still not the best but i, I enjoy it a lot more now um sure. b- but uh but yeah it was it was definitely the blind leading the blind at first and then um then i bought a, a plan off training peaks and now i've got a coach and uh he's i don't i don't i truly don't think i would have been able to complete chattanooga without the coach i, I really don't yeah yeah yeah, no, that's a big jump. That's a big, big jump. Um, you know, I was like you in the beginning. I I kind of just Googled my way through my first, you know, races. And uh, it's a huge difference now looking back. You know, it's kind of cool to say I Googled my way through. But at the same time, I'm like, man, to have a coach would have been such a game changer. It's really smart, actually, to, to get the help um, so that you can be successful. So, you know, getting into the running. I mean, running is a very hard discipline as well you know, what did you, what was the farthest you had even run up to this point when you started? 
Uh, when I started, like yeah, uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've 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 always been a larger guy. So when I started this whole journey, I was like almost 315 pounds, and uh, I stopped looking at the scale after I lost 60 pounds because it just became very uh, a very unhealthy mentally. Um, yeah dealing with that because you know i'll be like oh I, I didn't lose any weight let's eat less today and that's just not you, you know, can't do that with this training you, yeah yeah no you, you can't it, and it, it definitely showed whenever i started doing that i'm talking to friends that were were actually runners not triathletes and they're like no like you know eat use your food as fuel and don't eat junk and yeah. you know you'll you'll go up you'll go down and yeah. you'll go all around but at least you're you're, you're actually fueling yourself and feeling yeah. better in your workouts yeah um, so um what was the question i forgot yeah if you had ever you you know you said really you really hadn't run at all so I had oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 no that was yeah no no running um i guess the the first the furthest i had went before like i hadn't even ran a half marathon I haven't ran okay. ran the thirteen point one um, before Chattanooga. Okay. Um, it was uh, it was let's see the furthest I'd went had been like eight miles on you know a long run and and training and and that was about it. But okay. and I'd done that a few times, not not just once, but a few right. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the mindset. Take me into this, Zach. So as you started getting into this. All of a sudden now you're really introduced to this battle, this inner battle of the mind and the body, right? Where the mind's like, you know, okay, you know, we're done. The body's saying done, but then you begin to grow the mind. So then the mind's like, no, let's keep going. Even though the body's saying stop, um, you know, walk us through how you started to notice this change and this growth in, in that, that inward battle, because that's what we all face, especially in endurance sports. Um, for me, it was, it was really kind of, you know, unique, uh, not really unique, but it was, it was really my mom, um, yeah. just, just thinking about her. Okay. Know, luckily she's still alive today. Um, I'm, I'm actually at her house right now. Um, we just had dinner, but, um, she has always been the type of person to, um, she's always, she's always positive in everything she does. You know, she's, okay. she's going through this. She has, you know, she has no hair. She's in a wheelchair. Um, she can barely walk now. Um, but she does it with grace and with a smile on her face. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, just thinking if, if she can go through this just horrible thing that she's dealing with, that wasn't her fault, you know, it's, it's a type of cancer that has, it just, it just happens. Um, it's not like, you know, lung cancer or anything like that, but it's, you know, it's, it just happens. So if she can do that, then, you know, I can get through these workouts and and get, get to the finish line. And I mean, honestly, (laughs) there are parts of the day at Chattanooga where I just, I'm like, I I don't know that I can put one foot in front of the other. Um, Yeah. But, you know, a, a girl that I had began swimming with, she has done, um, like 10 or 12 full length, uh, full Ironman. And uh-huh. she, she told me before I left, we had dinner and she goes, you know, um, one thing to never forget is, is forward is a speed, you know, yeah. and, and that <laughs> they're, you know, walking on the run that I kept 
saying that yeah. to myself. You know, forward is a speed. So it doesn't speed, matter. Absolutely. You know, just get to the end. And um, and but yeah, my my mom is is definitely the one that kind of not even coaching me through it, but just thinking of the situation that she's in really yeah helped me overcome the mental battle as much as the physical. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Put it in perspective, really. Yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. So, um, going into the day into Chattanooga, you've got to tell me how, I mean, how nervous were you? What were the, the race feels like, like that night before, could you even sleep? What were you the most apprehensive about? Um, put us in your mind that night before the race. (laughs) Um, so that was, uh, that was a, scary day the whole day yeah. was scary for me you know i woke up at yeah. six uh the saturday and and met some some people that my coach you know coaches as well that were there and we went on a little ride and run and I'm like you know what i'm feeling good and then 20 minutes later what in the world am i going to do tomorrow <laughs> you know it was oh, it was yeah. like i can i can still pull out you know that's, yeah that was that was my whole thought pretty much leading into it and you know, thank goodness my wife, my daughter and my in-laws were there and without my wife being like, you've got this. I know you've, without her, I don't, I don't know that I would have even started just because it's, it was such a, you know, doing something you've never done before. Yeah. That's, that's that's what it was. You know, if I had done even a, just a little sprint, I I probably would have felt a lot better, but, um, I, I was, I signed up for a sprint, um, but I got sick the morning of, so, oh no! Yeah, that was it was like three weeks before Chattanooga, oh, and uh, I woke up at four to to leave because it was here in Louisville, and uh, woke up at four, got in the shower, and I'm like something's wrong with my stomach, and I had like the worst stomach flu for for oh, two no. and a half days. And at first, I thought it was nerves, but it was not nerves. It was there was something else. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well, let me tell you this. What makes you feel any better? Sometimes like my first, I did an Olympic and it was such a terrible day for me. Like I almost drowned on the swim. I got lost on the bike. And then by the time they were already packing up for the run. So like I got lost on the run because there wasn't even signs. I mean, like, so I had so much PTSD going into my (laughs) 70.3 that I almost wish I didn't, especially the swim part. Like, like it almost made it worse. So, you know, who knows? Uh, it might've worked out good that you didn't uh, have that sprint because you're showing up ready to go. So with the swim, I mean, and for me too, the swim, especially, I mean, it to start with the swim just makes it that much more like, like scary for me, um, you know, yeah. especially that first one. So tell me what the swim was like, you know, it, it, it just, it seems to go on forever, I know, but tell me, take me through your swim. So the swim you know, going, uh, leading into it, I, I had no idea what time I was going to, um, you know, estimated finish. So yeah. I, I had no idea where to, you know, self-seed myself. Yourself. Yeah. Uh, um, I talked to my coach. He's like, look, just, he goes, it might take you longer. It might take you less. And he said, but just do like 35 to 40 minutes. Yeah. So that way you're yeah. like in the middle, you, you know, yeah. if you're faster, you're faster. If you're slower, you're slower. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I'm like, okay. So I did that um continuously said to myself there's no turning back every step yeah. closer that I took yeah um, <laughs> after you know as as everyone's getting in the water and then um it it dawned on me that I had forgot to 
you know, practice jumping in the water with my goggles on, which I was, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, th- th- this, that's going to be the worst part of the day. I'm going <laughs> to jump in the water. My goggles are going to go flying. I'm going to have to do this with no goggles. Oh, and no. no, yeah, that's, that's what was going through my head. But, um, you know, once I got in the water, um, I kind of got kicked around in the head a few times and some water down the throat in the first probably 10 minutes. And, uh, after that, I just kind of found some, some, some open ish water where there wasn't a million people around me and, uh, and just kept going, you know, it was, uh, it was relatively smooth after the first few minutes. Um, and then I, you know, just counted down the bridges from there. Like, I know I got to go under three bridges and then I'm almost to the finish line. And I, I, if I can do that, then, then we're good. If I can get through the swim, I know I can get through the rest. It's just a matter of, you know, being, you know, being able to do it within the time, which that's something else I was very terrified about. Um, after, after that first bit of, you know, coughing and, and getting tossed around then then the swim was fine. And it was what I was most uh, nervous about going yeah. into it. Um, just cause you know, my wife, she's, she was worried about me, you know, not drowning, but you know, I don't know. I don't know what she was worried about, but she, she was very much worried about me, my body being able to handle this after, yeah. after the, you know, the, the change in lifestyle that I, that I yeah. had. Yeah. And it granted it was, you know, a 10 month change. It wasn't just, you know, three weeks ago. I'm like, Oh, Hey, let's do this. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was definitely over a, a good amount of time, but she was still, still concerned. I was concerned, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going no, it's to, a big change, big, huge yeah. change. 10 months Zach 10 months to have that kind of change to go to the other extreme like this that's that's really not that long at all so yeah this is so amazing. so amazing um so did you feel like the swim was like never gonna end or did it kind of feel like it went by faster than you than you thought you know I thought it was never gonna end and only because everyone had hyped up the Chattanooga swim to where it was like oh you can just float on your back and still make the cutoff by 30 minutes. And while there was definitely a, a current, um, it was not anything what was hyped up to be. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You still had to swim plenty, yeah. Yeah, so um, in that sense, it felt like it took forever. But once, you know, once I've seen the the finish buoys and the, and the stairs going out of the water, I'm like, oh, that really wasn't that bad. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, coming up to the ladder, all I could remember is everyone, all the podcasts and everything that I'd read and listened to, everyone's like, you, you really need to kick because all, all of your blood or most of your blood's in your arms and your legs aren't going to know what to do getting out of the water. So like <laughs> the, the last hundred feet, I'm kicking like it's nobody's <laughs> business because I didn't want to look like a, you know. Yeah, a, like a, fall over when you go to yeah, yeah, freshly born deer, you know, getting out <laughs> of the water. But um, yeah, that, that it. Once I got to the end, it, it was definitely a, a huge relief for me. Um, yeah. I'm like, it, it wasn't that bad. It was still not not the, the funnest part of the day, but it, it yeah. wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So headed to the bike, um, was that the first time you kind of felt that feeling of getting out and then now having to kind of either walk and head to, and then get on a bike? Like, did you have that disoriented feeling or were you kind of okay? Um, I, I was kind of disoriented a little bit. Um, it was running past uh the the wetsuit strippers they had there yeah um because i I didn't let them do it because i I 
I don't know. I just I was like, I, I've, I've taken the, I've, I've gotten in the shower, taken the wetsuit off, you know, 10 times. Like I can do this. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Um, but once I got past them, I'm like, okay, now I'm, now my head's in the right spot. I'm not wobbling side to side. And, um, I, I really kind of started to get my bearings once I got past that Good. and and going up the hill into T1. Yeah. 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 So were you feeling pretty confident going into the bike? Cause it sounds like this was probably your, your best, um, you know, your best leg that, that you kind of done more. Yeah. Yeah. I felt great going into the bike. Um, I was really excited for, for the rollers. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of just like straight climbing, but, um, you know, you know, flat and rolly stuff has always been fun but, for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, we'll get past the bumpy part of, of going out and, you know, wait for it to come back going in. But after once, once we got past the, the last set of roller tracks, I mean, it, I felt like a rocket ship. I really yeah. did. Good. You know, I was going, my legs felt great. I'm like, oh, this is what, what actually, you know, following a training plan and doing yeah. you know, some sort of taper and, you know, you're not worn yeah. out going into it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's now what about nutrition? Were you pretty, um, you know, you have a pretty good nutrition plan going onto the bike or how did that go for you? Um, so me and my coach had lunch and he just, he's like, you've never done this before. So it's really going to be trial and error. Um, but he gave me a, you know, a base recommendation, um, mm -hmm. of like, I think it was 75 grams of carbs per hour on the bike. Okay. And, um, he's like, really, you need, you know, based on my size, he's like, you really need a, around a hundred, but let's just stick with 75 to not upset your stomach. I think you can handle it. And I'd done probably five long runs with, you know, or long rides following that. So it, it felt really good. Um, it was, okay pretty much all in the water, um, you know, uh, liquid nutrition, but not, not many gels. I, I really only had the gels on the ride. Okay. 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 So it sounds like the bike went great. Um, you get back now you're in, you know, T2 getting ready for the run. Once your feet hit the ground, you put on those running shoes. What did that feel like? Felt great for about a hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it was, uh, it was, it was a long day. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, with, with the swim and the bike, I think I was at like three forty-five altogether okay. um, between those two. Yeah. And I mean, I did not set any records. I, I was almost last place in my age group, but I just, it was the, the run was not a run. It was, it was mostly a death March because my legs just didn't want to work. Yeah. Um, and I had done several brick workouts, you know, leading up to it, but nothing with the, the volume that goes into, right. you know, the distance of the race. And I think that's what really uh, hindered me on that. Yeah. Um, Cause I had every brick workout that I'd done had been like a 45 minute run off the bike or, you know, okay. maybe, yeah, I think 45 was the longest run off the bike that I had. And I'm like, I, I can do that at, you know, between nine and 10 minutes a mile. Yeah. You know, that'll be, that'll be okay. It'll be, you know, it'll be great if I can do it. And, um, I didn't realize really how hilly the front course was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's, I think it's almost 700 feet of ele elevation, which doesn't sound like a lot coming. No, no, me, that is it's, a lot. <laughs> Well, I mean, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, 700 feet on a bike, that's, you know, that's Nothing, basically yeah. flat roads. But, um, 
but yeah, it was, you know, two or three big hills to begin with. And then, you know, it was flat and it was, it was, a, it was a long day on my feet. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming your cheering squad was able to see you a few times. How did that yes. keep going? Um, so I seen my wife and my daughter and my mother-in-law coming into, uh, T2 off the bike, uh, broke down in tears. Uh, oh. it was the happiest 30 seconds that I could have had for the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were so it, proud. I'm sure. I'm sure they were just oh, like yeah. so proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. My wife had snuck behind me, behind my back and made some signs and, oh. and my, had my daughter, you know, do her scribbles and, Oh. <laughs> and sign for her. It was it was the sweetest thing ever. Um, oh, love it! But that was that was the best part of the day, other than finishing. Yeah. And then yeah. throughout the run course, they they uh, they see me a few times, and and um, they see me at especially at the start of the second lap. And uh, I ran up and gave my my daughter a kiss, and and then kept going. And uh, that it that that really pushed me through that second lap because I was. I wasn't going to quit, but I'm like, I could, I could legitimately barely walk this and probably finish in time. And that's, that's what was in my head. And that's, uh, um, that's where it was, but yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a hard day. It, really it was. was a hard day. It was a hard day, but here's the thing, Zach. So when, when did you get, you know, usually it's when you see like maybe mile, 10 and it's like okay i've got three more or maybe it's finally at mile 12 okay one more was there a point where then you were like okay that's it i'm almost to the finish and you got like a second you know like you know wind or was it just like oh my goodness this is never gonna end (laughs) um going over the last bridge coming into the finish is probably like uh-huh. at 12 and a half miles yeah uh, i was i realized that i didn't have to turn and do another lap i got to go back to the finish and i'm like yeah i'm done <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, yes i'm done with this and uh yeah. so that that gave me the uh the the gumption or the the uh the energy to 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 run it into into the finish line it was it was funny because there was a, a guy walking, you know, we were, we were coming up together and uh, he's, he's grunting and groaning. I'm like, just think of all the cool stories we get to tell. Yeah. He goes, man, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell torture stories at work. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So when you saw the red carpet, the red and black carpet, when you saw um, the finish, your family heard your name, uh, that had to be so surreal. Take me through those emotions. It was, um, it was just pure joy. Yeah. It was there. Nothing, nothing was better than the feeling of seeing every person that my coach coaches Uh waiting for me. Oh, followed by my family waiting for me. Yeah. And, and yelling my name and going across the finish line. That was, uh, it's something I'll never forget. Yeah. Um, it is that the the whole day is something I'll never forget. Yeah. You know, it was, it was pretty special weekend altogether just because, um, get, you know, starting to follow the, you know, triathlon and, and, and all the, the industry pros and, and all that, uh, Danielle Lewis, she, she was there. 
Yeah. I didn't get to meet her, but I had asked her and her husband a million questions on your all's discord, you know, leading yeah. into this. Yeah. And, um, uh, I, you know, seen Jackie Herring and Paula Finley and, yeah. uh, you know, I got to meet them and that was, that was something special. So it was everything about the weekend was amazing. And just thinking about everything that I had been through to get to where I was and seeing it all come to an end, so to speak at the, mm -hmm. at the finish line, mm -hmm. it, it was great, you know? Yeah. Um, my my wife had my mom on FaceTime, so she got to see me cross the finish line. Oh, and, um, it was, it was, it was. I, I don't I don't really have words for it. I just yeah. I, I know it was one of the greatest days of my life. No, and we all can relate. <laughs> we get it. We get it, Zach. We all can relate. And here's the coolest thing is, you know, and this is what I tell everybody. You know, like even when I go back to my first, uh, I started off just doing a marathon first, you know, never thinking, I didn't even know what Ironman was or anything, but I just that whatever that first hard thing that we do, you think back and you think, what if I would have quit? You know, like, what if I would have never completed that? Yeah, I would have quit that race, but is that all I would have quit? Because look at everything that came after because I didn't quit. So you know, that's the biggest win here for you is this is so amazing and this is so awesome. But what is to come now, Zach, that you don't even know yet, but you'll be able to look back on this and be like, you know what, these next goals that I have that I accomplished that I go on to, you're going to be able to look back and say they're because of this day in chatty when I decided to not quit and to finish. And, yeah. and that's my, you know, that's my biggest thing that I remind everybody when we're in these races and they get dark and they get hard is that if you quit, you know, obviously do not do to like injury or, you know, something really serious, but right, if you right. quit, you're not just quitting on that. You're quitting on everything that's to come had you finished. And yeah. so when you paint it in that way, you know, with life too, you're going to look back on this moment, Zach, and I'd love to catch up with you, you know, down the road some and be like, man, look at everything that's now to come because you've learned the keys. You've, you've implemented, you've grown, you've, you know, put in the work and you were able to do something so freaking hard. Um, and now the confidence you have from that, I mean, it translates to every area of life, you know, and just the feeling of making your family proud too. I mean, like you're a different person. You truly are a different person on the other side of that finish line. So yeah. big congrats to you. Um, and I can't wait to see, you know, what's up next for you, whether it's, you know, physical or just, you know, personally, um, it's going to be neat to see how much, you know, this affects your life because it truly does. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's 1000% true. You know, it's funny, you kept saying uh, about quitting, you know, quitting now would be quitting for the future too. And <laughs> kind of rephrased uh, um, Christian Blumenfeld's, you know, what he's got written on his bike, or, you know, it hurts more to lose. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it hurts, it's going to hurt way, way more if I quit. Oh, um, absolutely. You know, I kept telling myself that too. And it was, because uh, it's, it's, God's honest truth. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no, and that's true. And and then another point that you made that I want to bring out to a great nugget was the reminder that, you know, any step forward is still a step forward, right? Even if it's slow. And that was one of my biggest lessons that I learned in my first, uh, you know, when it was a marathon. And I broke that rule at my last race here in Panama City. And I was feeling sick. I, you know, I was like, I got to throw up, whatever. But the minute you stop, 
like then the the drive to quit becomes so stinking strong and it's so hard to get back started like just keep moving even if it's crawling even if it's like inching your way don't stop the movement because the momentum will continue to carry you and um you know that's so important too it doesn't matter if you're going slow just don't stop moving right just keep moving and that's my big advice to everybody you know when we come to these events is no matter how terrible you're feeling just don't stop even if you're inching along (laughs) keep moving because once you stop it's so hard to to start back up yeah Uh, that's for sure yeah yeah but man so proud of you zach so proud of how you persevered and went through and uh, made your family so proud so um, and, and what's your mom's name? I'm sure Sandy. This is Sandy. So dedicated to Sandy, this episode, Sandy, you are amazing. Um, you know, thank you for, you know, being the, the kind of example you are to your son, Zach, um, because we know without your big influence, who knows, you know, something like this might not have been possible for him. So, um, you know, this is definitely, we'll dedicate this to your mom, Sandy. She sounds like an amazing, amazing woman. She's the best. That's for that's plain and simple. That's Everybody awesome. says it about their mom, but I, I feel like I got super lucky. That's no, oh, you did. You absolutely did. Well, Zach, thanks so much. Are there? Have you thought about? I mean, do you want to continue to do this, or it's probably still too fresh? <laughs> no, no. I've already signed up for an Olympic in uh, June or July. Good and for then, you. Um, we're me and my wife <laughs> on the way to South Carolina um, after the race. We were looking at, at at the next the, the next you know 70.3 to do so i think it's going to be muncie in september oh, she really wanted to do hawaii until she found out it was you know this next weekend yeah <laughs> and, yeah um, she's like hey we should go here i'm like hey we should not because it's you know it's, <laughs> it's getting ready to happen <laughs> but um, yeah you know yeah. maybe next year we'll see yeah 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 no that's great well zach Big congrats. Um, keep us posted. I know we all keep up with each other on Discord and on Instagram. But uh, yeah, these sure. these stories, you know, and that's what I love. I mean, I love having the pros on, but I also love having our age groupers because both, you know, they're both equally amazing, equally amazing feats that that we all accomplish. And so much respect. And thanks so much for sharing your journey. I know it's going to encourage a lot of people. No problem. I'm so happy to be here. And you can cut this out if it's not allowed. But um, if you would like to donate to the uh, Bike to Beat Cancer fundraiser, um, I do it every year. If you go to my Instagram, it's at Zach, Z-A-C-K dot V-K. Okay. Um, you can, there's a link tree in there and, and you can donate straight to that. And top donor gets to pick a tattoo that goes on my leg. The last Oh, that's the... worth it right there. I love it. We'll yeah. go check it out. Yeah. And go find you. Tell us your handle again on Instagram so people can go follow you. It's at ZachVK.VK. Um, so okay. Z-A-C-K dot V is in Victor, K is in Cannell. Okay. Um, okay. So. And you can go see pictures from the race too. Sounds yep. good. See my daughter, see my mom, see it all. Sounds awesome. Well, thanks so much, Zach. Happy training, stay injury-free, and keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. It's going to be so fun to watch him continue on this journey and um, definitely an inspiration to all of us. Well, you guys, I am on the eve of heading to Hawaii. You know how crazy that can be. I need to pack up everything. I'm taking my three youngest, which two are in high school, one's home from college. And uh, yeah, if you think uh, older kids are any easier, it's just crazier. They usually don't like to sleep at all. 
and uh, they're there to party and have a good time. So we're going to try to blend that in, keep it tame at least the few days leading up to race day, and then we're going to hop over to Maui after the race and hopefully just have, you know, just a wide open schedule and do all the things that they're wanting to do. So my only concern is we have about a four and a half hour late, well, actually five hour layover uh, in Honolulu before we hop over to the big island. So I don't know if it's smart or or kind of risky, but uh, I'm going to jump in a Turo rental car and we're going to try to go see Pearl Harbor real quickly because it looks like it's not too far from the airport and then hopefully make it back get on the plane and not miss that connecting flight so we'll see how that goes and then next week I will be giving you a follow-up on the race Uh, I'm excited because Danielle Lewis is going to be there as well I might actually catch some thoughts from her she'll be cheering on her husband and I told her to make sure to yell at me on the course there's nothing like having a run queen like her watching you on the course for accountability, right? But uh, I will be sharing next week. It's really a a very vulnerable conversation that I had with Siri Lindley. And I had it actually before Gulf Coast, as I was getting ready to take on this little block of challenges where doing Gulf Coast, then the next weekend doing the TEDx, and then only having about, you know, a week and a half in between, and then now going to Hawaii, So I just felt like I had so many big things coming up. I wanted to kind of get some insight, advice from her. And I'm telling you, it does not disappoint. I think there will be something that everybody can pull out of it for life and for racing and for what this sport means to you and to what your why is in the sport. And you kind of see my vulnerabilities, my weakness in my mindset And I had thought about putting it out this week, but I was like, no, I don't want to jinx. I don't want to jinx this race this next weekend. I want to show up. I want to apply all these things and then come back with truly a win story of how I was able to apply all of this. And, you know, regardless of the, the outcome necessarily, to achieve just going all in and giving it my having the courage to show up and give it my best and that will be the win for me so be looking for that next week I think you're really going to enjoy it and uh yeah everybody if you're racing this weekend good luck I need to go look and see what other races are going on but for a lot of a lot of people, I think they're back into just you know back into the grind back into the training taking a little bit of a few weeks off and preparing a few weeks off from racing uh, because we truly don't ever take weeks off but true a few weeks off from racing and preparing for those those next ones to come so whatever stage you're in right now enjoy Uh, remember the training and the journey is the biggest win in all of this for us and we'll keep you posted and check in next time
Well, thanks for joining us today on our waterfall racing podcast. Hopefully there were some good takeaways for you and hopefully it gave you a little bit more insight into who we are. If you would like to find out more or join our community, go to waterfallracing.com. You can find us on Instagram as well. If you have a mailbag question that you would like us to answer, send me a DM at jmcadams5 on Instagram. We'll be answering some of those questions in future episodes. And remember, when it comes to training, Sometimes it's just about showing up. I love the mantra, anything's better than nothing. Not every session is going to go perfect, but show up. Consistency is always king. Happy training.